Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Well, welcome to Out of the Blue. It is Sunday the 16th of March. It's a little bit after 11.30. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Before we start, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land from which 3CR is broadcasting and pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. So you could be listening to us live on 3CR, 855 AM. You could also be listening online at 3cr.org.au. Digital radio, podcasting, there are so many ways to listen to 3CR and all of our amazing programs. Today, I would like to talk a little bit about coronavirus. I know this has probably been covered by a lot of people and we are being completely bombarded by information, some of which I'm sure is misinformation because the media does love a good uh, beat up. But I've been looking at a lot of different um, groups that I follow on Instagram and Facebook and I think it's really important that we give a shout out to anyone who's looking after animals. There's a lot of talk about how we need to self-isolate and work from home and you know, make sure we're not getting too close to anyone in the community. But the people who look after our animals really don't have that option. Um, I've got a lot of friends who work with captive animals, whether it's in aquariums or zoos or rescue centres. If an animal needs feeding, you can't just say, well, look, I'm just going to stay at home and you can just fend for yourself. There's a lot of memes out there at the moment about how, you know, everyone's deciding they're going to work from home and zookeepers are like, we'll rally in the morning and we'll all get there, even if we're short-staffed and one person has to feed an entire zoo. So I think it's really important that we celebrate those people who are giving up their time, their effort, when everyone else has the, well, many other people have the option of isolating themselves and staying away from something like this, that people who work with animals in the animal industry really don't have that choice. They need to get up, they need to keep going and making sure that their animals are going to be okay. How is COVID-19 going to affect our environment? Who knows? At this stage, we don't even know how it's going to affect our community. One thing that they may notice overseas, particularly in places with a, a much higher concentration in their populations, is that if people have to stay at home, we're going to have a lot less vehicles on the road. This could result in cleaner air quality, which could be an amazing win for the environment. If we've got less people going out and enjoying festivals, which is horrible. I mean, we love to be a community and celebrate things together, but there could be a lot less rubbish that's entering our waterways. We've already seen that the, the Grand Prix, which has been cancelled this week, actually donated all of their perishable food to charity to feed those who are less fortunate. For anyone who's been going out and doing 
bulk buying at the supermarkets. I, I understand this is a scary time. It's intriguing some of the things that are being taken for self-isolation. Things like lentils are completely gone. I tell you what, if I have to self-isolate, I really don't want to be stuck on lentils for two weeks. I'm thinking I'll stuck up on ice cream. Like that's how I'm going to ride out this storm. But if at the end of this you find you have food left over, it would be amazing to see that food donated. A lot of this food is is perishable depending on, on what you're buying. We can make sure that this still serves our community. You Make sure you're checking in on neighbours and the elderly. Make sure everybody has toilet paper. We had the most ridiculous survey at work this week and I work in the travel industry so we're, we're very aware of how this is affecting people. Um, and our lovely accountants who are in fact Chinese decided to do a survey to find out how much toilet paper we're all using every time we went to the toilet to work out how long our rolls of toilet paper would last. Really interesting. Only accountants, I think, are actually doing that. But it was really interesting to see that this is how people are trying to take control of the situation. And I think there's many, many other ways that we can feel like we're in control with something that is a little bit of an unknown. So I just want to have a shout out there to all the animal people and to make sure that we're still working together as a community. And let's bring out that human spirit to make sure that everybody is okay. Have you heard about 3CR's national programs? Coming at you on community radio stations around Australia, produced in the studios of 3CR Melbourne. Services will be cut, jobs may well be lost, and workers' entitlements will be undermined. Their basic human rights are as important as everyone else. Over 200 million years, individual species have evolved. I mean, birds were once dinosaurs. Anything nasty online seems to be targeted against women. Muckety is a bad deal, but Muckety is absolutely not a done deal. You're listening to Women on the Line. Welcome again to Lost in Science. And welcome to another edition of the Radioactive Show. You've been listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. Hello and welcome to Accent of Women. Anarchist Wall this week. Listen to Beyond Zero, global warming science, solutions and action. You are listening to Let the Bands Play. Tune in to Stick Together, worker stories and union news. Grassroots Voices broadcast weekly on the Community Radio Network. All right, so here at Out of the Blue, we have spoken a lot about plastic over the years and how we can try and reduce our use of plastic for the environment, not just for the oceans, but also for all of our land-based animals and habitats as well. And Boomerang Alliance actually released a media statement on the 2nd of March, and we didn't cover it last week because we did have our very special International Women's Day show where Morgan came back to join us, hadn't been on the show for three years, and I thought she did an absolutely amazing job. But I did want to share um, this press release with you because it's quite relevant given that this Wednesday is Global Recycling Day. And I'm going to touch on a little bit later how you can participate in the global recycling movement, whether you are in your workplace or isolated at home. So the media release from Boomerang Alliance on the 2nd of March, environmental groups want to use the Plastic Summit to mandate recycling targets. The Boomerang Alliance and the Worldwide Fund for Nature Australia say the federal government should use today's National Plastic Summit to announce it will mandate that 100% of plastic packaging will be reusable, compostable or recyclable by 2025. There should also be a legal requirement that unnecessary and problematic plastics are eliminated by 2025. While the federal government has already set those targets, 
they are voluntary. But the Boomerang Alliance and WWF Australia say unless they are mandated, plastic pollution will continue to plague the nation. Plastic enters Australian oceans at a rate of 130,000 tonne a year. And with plastic recycling rates only reaching 9%, the federal and state governments must intervene where the market has failed. The Boomerang Alliance and WWF Australia say mandatory packaging targets would transform Australia's use and recycling of plastic packaging. One of the biggest contributors to plastic waste in Australia is packaging. After 20 years of voluntary action, recycling and recovery rates have gone backwards. This pitiful situation is contributing to the ocean becoming a plastic soup, says Jeff Angel, the director of Boomerang Alliance. Katinka Day, no plastic in nature policy manager at WWF Australia, says consumers are tired of unnecessary plastic packaging. There are alternatives to plastic packaging, but they won't be adopted unless governments take the lead. A product stewardship scheme for packaging could mandate these targets. It would be a turning point in the fight against plastic waste, she says. The Boomerang Alliance and WWF Australia are calling for five key actions that could dramatically address Australia's plastic crisis. Number one, phase out problematic and unnecessary plastic. Single-use plastic items are a major and destructive source of ocean plastic pollution due to their small size, low residual value and disposable nature. State and territories should phase out the most problematic and unnecessary plastics, such as plastic straws, cutlery, plates and coffee cups, while the federal government should provide leadership on single-use plastics by setting the direction on which plastics should be phased out. Number two, address plastic packaging by mandating Australia's national packaging targets. One of the biggest contributors to plastic waste in Australia is plastic packaging. To reduce unnecessary and problematic plastic packaging and achieve higher quality recycling, stronger regulations on packaging are necessary. This can be achieved through mandating packaging targets within the Product Stewardship Act. Three, Improve packaging labelling to avoid false claims and give people clear recycling information. With an increasing amount of environmental and recycling claims, consumers need clear information to help them dispose of their waste correctly and be assured that recycling will occur. The Australasian recycling label could reduce consumer confusion through mandatory application across all product labels. It should also be expanded to include reusable and compostable packaging and any company wrongly labelling its products as recyclable should be heavily fined. Five, uh, sorry, four, investment in modernised composting and recycling facilities. To implement a ban on plastic waste exports, the federal and state governments need to invest in Australia's recycling industry so that all plastic waste can be processed in Australia. Finally, number five, commit to a target of zero plastic packaging in landfill, incinerators and waste to energy facilities by 2025 in all jurisdictions. So this is obviously just their suggestions and their recommendations to the government. I think we've seen that 
people power is definitely making a difference. It was people who declared that we should be getting rid of plastic bags and very quickly the supermarkets followed and did exactly what we were talking about. But there is still a lot of plastic that could definitely be looking at much more um, eco-friendly options and hopefully this is something that the government will move towards. Okay, we're going to go to a quick song before we talk about Global Recycling Day. So we're going to have Permission to Shine by Bachelor Girl. CR is a community radio license holder. What you hear on community radio is governed by the community radio codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting by and for the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this station. Copies of the code are available from the 3CR website. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash who we are. Welcome back to Out of the Blue. You are listening to 3CR 855 AM. If you'd like to support 3CR and all the diverse shows that we offer, you can subscribe. So go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe and you can help make sure that our incredible programming continues. So I did mention that this coming Wednesday is Global Recycling Day. And I just want to give you a little bit of background about why it is now a global day. I mean, obviously, we have Clean Up Australia Day and we have other cleanup events throughout the year. But why is there a need for a global recycling day? Every year, the earth yields billions of tonnes of natural resources. And at some point in the not too distant future, it will run out. That's why we must think again about what we throw away, seeing not waste, but opportunity. The last decade has been the hottest on record, and we are now facing a climate emergency of unparalleled proportions. If we don't make significant and rapid changes, we will see continued rising global temperatures, the melting of ice caps, continents on fire, and rapid deforestation. This directly affects humanity with increased poverty, immigration from displaced communities, job losses, waste mountains, and natural habitats disappearing. We have the power to make lasting changes to combat this. And with recycling being recognised in the UN's Sustainable Development Goals 2030, we are already seeing many individuals, governments and organisations taking direct action to support the global green agenda. Recycling is a key part of the circular economy, helping to protect our natural resources. Each year, the seventh resource, recyclables, saves over 700 million tonnes of CO2 emissions 
and this is projected to increase to 1 billion tonnes by 2030. There is no doubt recycling is on the front line in the war to save the future of our planet and humanity. So at the moment, we're obviously facing a lot of challenges in the environment. I did see a post or a meme the other day and it was a picture of the Jumanji box and it just said, whoever started playing Jumanji at the start of 2020, please finish the game now. I mean, we've been hit with floods, there's been earthquakes, we've had the horrific bushfires in Australia and obviously now we're hit with coronavirus. And there is, I guess, this feeling of, well, what can I do? It's it's helplessness. But I think Global Recycling Day is a really good opportunity to have a conversation with your community and really get involved and make a difference. So I know a lot of people will already be doing their recycling at home and there is talk that in the next few years we'll be moving to a four-bin recycling system. And I know that my local council, Burundara, will shortly be bringing in um, food waste being able to go into our green recycling bins which I think is really good even though I already have my Bakashi bin for my food waste I know a lot of people particularly in units and apartments may not have that option so it's going to be really good that we're going to be taking those organic scraps out of our landfill but there's things that you can do in the office as well I have set up a recycling box in our office um, and we put everything in it and then I'll sort it later on but things like any cables that stop working if you've been using them for your mobiles or computers we've been putting batteries in there Um, old pens though a lot of people in the office have now moved to pens where we're actually just buying the refill so it's a lot less waste and we can recycle the refills things like plastic so soft plastic that is found in the office that can be recycled so we've got an area for that we're already recycling the ink cartridges there's lots of different ways that you can look at recycling my hairdresser does an amazing job shout out to retreat hair Um, Nat is now a sustainable salon so the hair gets recycled and it's being made into booms that are being used to soak up oil when there's oil spills the aluminium from Hair foils is being recycled, hairspray is being recycled, old hair dryers and hair straighteners, everything is being recycled. I was in San Francisco recently and found a sustainable nail salon. So all the bottles of nail polish are being recycled in a different stream. Gloves and masks that are being used, the cotton wool that's being used. There's so many different ways to recycle. Now, if you want to start up some recycling in your office, One of the great ways to start is to check out TerraCycle's website. So TerraCycle does amazing recycling. There's even recycling for cigarette butts, which I'm actually going to approach my boss about and hopefully start in the coming weeks because that would be an amazing way to reduce that waste as well. They have boxes for specific items. So you might need a box for pens, textures, um, highlighters, whiteboard markers, and they're available at Officeworks. So what you do is you purchase the bin, you throw all of your recycling in it, making sure it's the correct thing and if lids need to be removed or anything like that, you know, follow the instructions. And then you put it in the post and TerraCycle will look after it after that. If, unfortunately, you are at home and you are self-isolating, this could be a really good opportunity to take stock of all the material possessions you have, see if there's anything that you're not losing, using and maybe look at minimising your life. If you are going to be getting rid of items, please make sure you look at whether they can be recycled or not. Check the websites of your local councils. 
and discuss with them whether there are things that could be collected from your house or whether they're things that you would need to drop off at your local recycling facility. So I would challenge everyone to get involved in Global Recycling Day. We'd love to see your photos of all of your amazing efforts. So please make sure you use the hashtag, hashtag Global Recycling Day. And hopefully, even though we're all being faced by some challenging and uncertain times, we can try and band together to do our best for the environment. So enjoy the rest of your Sunday. My name's Heather. I've loved joining you today. And coming up next is Sally with Out of the Pan. So enjoy your Sunday and chin up. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.